This is the Rebel Scum Podcast. Available in video on YouTube and audio wherever you listen to your podcasts. Every week, Brock and James talk the latest rumors, news, and theories from a galaxy far, far away. Support us on Patreon for exclusive offers and join the Star Wars discussion. Patreon.com slash Rebel Scum Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brock and James. You're always scum. Rebel Scum. Oh! It never gets old. Whoa! Rebel Scum Podcast. I'm Brock. This is... James! This is episode 311 of the Rebel Scum Podcast. Happy Star Wars Podcast Day to everyone. We are truly blessed to be part of the myriad of Star Wars podcasts that are joining together under the hashtag... Star Wars Podcast Day. Hashtag Star Wars Podcast Day. So don't waste time with us. Go check out other Star Wars because like... There's definitely not a, two dudes talking about Star Wars anywhere else. Anywhere but, else. Anywhere. But, we are one of the few Star Wars podcasts. Few. Nobody. No, everyone's like, what's a Star Wars? Um, but yeah, yeah, feeling truly honored to be uh, included again. Is this the third year we've been part of this Star Wars this is podcast? our third. We missed. Nice. Yeah, this is, I think their fourth. We've talked about it. I think this is the fourth year they've done it. This is our third yeah. year. We missed the second year, I believe, because... I, I missed the I missed the memo on that one. We just we just we avoided it. We were too second. We're like sophomore slump. We want nothing to do with this. We'll we be were back for the three P. We were a month away from COVID, so we were just living <laughs> lives in the ether, like nothing was about to change. Um, so yeah, and this year is a fun year for Star Wars podcasts because apparently it's the twenty fifth anniversary of the of the. Years. Of the first podcast that was just about Star Wars. Now, I'm not good at mathing, but that's like 1999, right? 1998, 1999? It would have been, it sounds like 99, yeah. I, I don't know. I thought podcasting came out after the iPod. Yeah, yeah like... <laughs> We're going to have to get some clarification. It might have just been a radio show in their basement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knows? Just, like, the first, like, internet radio show that you could only play on your... Uh, what was that one... Vi- uh, music player? Wave? Wait, wave? Uh, oh, oh the God. Wave? Yeah, 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 I know. The no, wave, well, yeah, and you, you know can adjust I mean. the levels. On. Yeah, I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, gosh. Yeah. It'll come to me, but, like... Uh, oh, man. Remember those good times? Oh, this predates that, though. No, this is probably right around that. You're right. This is and, when you could play, like, Commander Keen and Pinball. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All Lakers versus Celtics you could get. That's what it was like that. A good time. Well, I gotta say, it must be the the Star Wars vibes must be in the air because I got this picture from my colleague not more than a hour ago. He was working at our studio. We have a this is a LED wall. It's like a big LED wall, and he has to just babysit some like uh, stream of some sort. So he went in there, and it looks like he's watching. I, I'm not sure. I think it was Bad Batch. It looks like clones. Yeah, because that looks like, um, oh gosh, long shot. I forget what the the one character's name is, but that's that's in like that's like fifteen feet high and thirty feet across, and that 
That is Star Wars love for you. So shout out to my colleague Mark Samuels living the Star Wars life. I'm going to make sure he sees this clip so that we can at least get more views. Anyways, what we got on... Dale, Pauline, Heidi, and Desi all in the chat. Yeah. Heidi are... uh... I guess they're hammered. That's what it sounds like. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying it. That's what it sounds like. Just saying, I'm drinking a hot chocolate um, because I'm old. Oh, and this is a cool with Brock. This hot chocolate, I got to tell you. So Santa Claus brings me hot chocolate in my stockings yeah. every year because I love hot chocolate. But this year, I got like a few different ones. And this one I'm drinking, it's like a hot pepper hot chocolate with some ginger in there. And it oh, is, fun. It's really good, but I would also say... If you want hot chocolate, this isn't what you want. This is like a we're podcasting and I don't feel like a coffee right now and I don't feel like <laughs> hot chocolate. I feel like it's really good, but it's nice. like you know when you want like a hot chocolate, you're like I want something like the sweet chocolate. This is not that. This is different, mm. but it is delicious. I do like it, and I'm gonna be drinking it during the show because I like it that much. Anyway, boom. What this a is... what a great time to be a Star Wars fan. <laughs> what a great time. So many things are happening. But I mean, we, we're, yeah. we're going to talk about Carl Weathers in a little bit. Yeah. Uh, may he rest in, in peace. Uh, but first, we got to we got to get we got to get going on this. Have you Googled it yet? What we're about no. to talk about? Have you? You should Google no. it right now because it sounds like a friend of the show. <laughs> everyone's there. Gina Carano, Cara Dune, is, <laughs> is going to sue Disney uh, for being like released from the show. And she wants them to reinstate her on the program of The Mandalorian. Uh, I laugh at it. Uh, it might not be a laughing matter. I still don't really. I still have stayed away from what went on for real with her and and Disney and all that. Like I've stayed away from all of that. Mm. Um, so I, I, I can't. I'm not going to comment on any of that. But I will say that when the cast is asked who was your favorite cast member, pretty much all of them say that she was. So I don't think she has a shot with this. Elon Musk uh, apparently is funding this, and she's he's going to pay for like her to lawyer up and all that. Uh, so Cara Dune will be appearing in the Mando and Grogu movie, which is now being called Mando, Grogu, and Cara Dune. And that's the retitle. <laughs> Are you Googling it now? Are you seeing the... I thought it was like... I thought, honestly, oh, no. it was like... A, I thought it was like a, a hoax, like somebody did as a joke. And it caught up, but no, it's being reported by uh, reputable sites and sources now. So it, um, my source, Brock, my one source, the guy with the cigar in the corner in the shadows, is like, "Hey, I got a source on Lucasfilm for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's <laughs> gonna die? That guy. He told me this is, a, but th- like this is, it's, <laughs> I don't know. I just wanted to bring it up because it's it's in the it's it's in the news and it's hilarious. Yeah, it's like. I've never understood people that, you know, get, like, go from a place and then, like, I I don't think, maybe this doesn't happen as often as I think, where it's like, I want to sue them so I can go back to work there. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, you you sue for whatever. I mean, I guess it affects her character because, like, I was looking at her IMDb and she's really done nothing since Mandalorian. Like, she doesn't even have any, uh... Um, projects happening upcoming or projects happening in 2023 like it just stops 2022 so it's like I mean I guess you might have a case there that you're like well you're you've you've ruined my career because yeah there is a case yeah 
But, you know, I mean, maybe you got to be careful what you say out loud at times. I don't know. <laughs> um, but, I, I mean, it's funny that Elon Musk is funding this. I'm like, this. there's more to this than we're actually aware of. He's like, I feel like he's trying to take on Disney for yeah. who knows why. <laughs> for Elon Musk. He, he tweeted something about Disney today that I don't follow Elon Musk, by the way, but somebody reposted it. James Tuna, I did not see. Uh, I, I I didn't. I didn't even know you and McGregor. This is Pauline saying, "Did anyone else see you and McGregor on Jimmy Kimmel last night?" Mm. And I said I did not. And then uh, Pauline said, "James, do you not have a PVR?" <laughs> I didn't even know he was on Jimmy Kimmel. I haven't watched. Fun fact about me: I haven't watched late night television since the Leno Letterman days, I believe. So I don't <laughs> even know what's going on in that world. I'm in bed by nine. That's a lie. It's nine. It's quarter after nine. I mean, in reality, is like if it's if it's a uh, if it's good enough, people will start putting it on TikTok and Reels and what have you. Like, I didn't watch the Grammys at all, but I saw clips of the Grammys, so <laughs> I guess it's whatever is relevant. Which is why, like, it amazes me that, and and I maybe it's just because it's been on so long. Saturday Night Live is surviving because it's like it's the it's the TikTok two second clip world we live in now. Like it's just it's wild that Saturday Night. I think it's like it's wild that they're able to like live through it because I don't, I don't see a lot of new. There's a like I'm not not. I mean, there's a few that trickle in, but it's not a lot of of new skits on there. It's usually all I see now is the Californians, which is hilarious. <laughs> I'm not complaining. That's like the only Saturday Night skit I've been seeing lately. Uh, I'm not complaining, but it's just wild that when I because I remember uh, James Corden, he was he was uh, facing like. I don't know what we're talking about this. Facing cancellation, and they're like, you need to get the internet. And then he did the the, the the singing in the car stuff. And that, I guess that saved the show or whatever. Anyway, back to Star Wars. Cara Dune and Mando and Grogu, the new movie from Lucasfilm coming out in 2020. <laughs> Actually, someone, I think it was Best in Bullet or something, saying it's coming out in 20. Um, there's like a, like the year is like now set, apparently. Like it's 2025 or six or something. Like they're yeah. going to be ready to go. Sounds about right. Which is exciting. Uh, do you think it's going to happen? I mean, anything is possible. Uh, but like when I was looking up news, there's a whole bunch of articles on just like, oh, this project's going to go and this is like, <laughs> like there's a Bob Iger quote. It's like, yes, the first one will be Mando and Grogu. It'll be the first movie that comes back. And it's going to be great. I'm like, of course you say that. <laughs> Nothing is made yet. You can't make any. You're just it, like, why wouldn't you say it's like, I have a project, but I don't know if it's going to do it. I mean, like, uh, what's his face? Donald Glover's talking about Lando now because him and his brother are like writing and directing. And like, that's a good move because they've done a lot on Atlanta together. Uh, they have this new Mr. and Mrs. Smith show out that I watched the first couple episodes and I'm like, it's good. Not like, oh, but it's good. Like, it's. I feel like if you're in on D Donald Glover, you're in on, like, I like how the way he thinks of dialogue, right? So, his uh, Stephen Glover and Donald Glover working on a project is probably a good idea, but he said the same thing where it's like, oh, there's a singular vision, and, like, that's good, because then we're all on track in every way. I'm like, just get me a trailer. Just get me a trailer. <laughs> I'm like, we can talk about fantasy all day, <laughs> which we do, because it's Star Wars, but like, make something. Just go make it. Go, go make it. There's already 
two Godzillas in the can. But seriously, Godzilla and the show. And the show. Yeah, and the show. And the Kong Skull Island happened. Like, there's a lot. Like, that monster universe. Yeah, it's crazy. Credited. Like, it's taken over Fast and Furious for most. It doesn't make the money, but it's like, they just keep doing it. That's what I, I love these little, I, you know what I watched, um, I watched before, before uh, Sunrise the other day. Mm. So I was like, because I was sitting on my couch, Brock, and I said, you know what I want to watch? A good movie that's just two people talking. And then I was like, oh, it's on Crave. Because <laughs> that's what those movies are. And I, who was, somebody I know watched, probably, probably my parents, someone watched it. Like, oh, they were just talking. I'm like, I know. And that's all I want. <laughs> Not all the yeah. time. I'm not saying all the time. Because sometimes I'm just like, if I just sat and had two people who could, who can act and have good dialogue, I just all I want. That's all I want. And I watched it. And they don't make them like that anymore. They just, they don't. But they made three of those movies. Yeah. They made three of those movies, and Star Wars is like, I don't know, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't think do after it. the first, after the first one, I'm like, I don't know if I'm cramming for the next one, but I got it, and it's great. But like Star Wars is like, you've got like a world, the lore, and for some <laughs> reason you can't figure out. And I, but I think I think what Glover's saying though, the singular vision, mm-hmm. is is a big thing. And I watched, uh, I'm watching a lot of movies. I watched Past Lives this weekend. And mm. it's an eight an a two four a twenty four film, <laughs> and they're like they're and they're, they're kind of like the little small studio, right? The studio, yeah. I think, where they release those movies that they're just people talking, basically. Seventy five percent of the movie was in Korean, and I was I was folding my daughter's laundry while watching it. Had to rewind it a bunch of times at the beginning. <laughs> Wasn't the best choice to not read the screen, but it was a really good movie, really good movie. But but Donald Glover's point of single vision is is. As you know, you watch a movie, those kind of movies from 824, and you're like, okay. And then the original Star Wars, and and I was thinking about like American Zoetrope, like when they came because the studio system was like bogging them down. And it's like, we're kind of at that part point again now where the studio system is making all these content. They're just push the content, push the content. And Star Wars, the brilliance of Star Wars came out of a singular vision. And maybe that's a good thing that maybe they're giving Donald Glover the carte blanche to do what he wants with Lando and maybe it'll be Ryan Johnson for some people and maybe it'll be George Lucas for others but I like the idea that it's one person and it's not like a board of of direct of stockholders making decisions on on what they're going to make in the movie and sometimes it's Chinese democracy and we get it like 20 years later thanks Axel (laughs) Rose you know like it's I'm all yeah I agree with you it's like having a set vision and not like running it by committee but like it's been when was rise of skywalker when did that come it's out four before years. COVID. Four years. yeah like it's like if this was if that was last year I'd be like yeah take your time but like let's go <laughs> well the thing the, but the the lando movie shouldn't even be like that's not the, that should not be the next that shouldn't be the one we're waiting for we should be waiting for something bigger like lando should be like the Rogue One solo, like the little movie that gets us through the, to the next one. And that's not knocking it or anything. I'm just saying, like, you're right. Like, where the hell have these movies been? How have you not figured it out? Like, after The Rise of Skywalker made a billion dollars, and the opening weekend was bigger than The Last Jedi, if I remember from last week's podcast correctly. It ended up making less. Yeah. So if you make a, a movie that people... If you make a Star Wars movie... That people like that doesn't play down to your audience and all the stuff that people like about Rise of Skywalker. If you make a solid Star Wars movie, it's going to make more than the the than 
than The Last Jedi. Now, COVID changed a lot of things. It changes movies. Movies aren't making billion dollars anymore. Take that into account. But, I mean, you watch The Creator. I saw The Creator, and I look at that movie. It's like, this movie looks brilliant. Mm-hmm. Like The visuals are incredible, and it cost $80 million to make. It's not like, bad. Like, strip Star Wars down a little. Like, mm-hmm. just a little bit. I think, you know, you can spend all the money you want on Star Wars, but you need the story. And, and apparently you can make visual effects that are cool look really solid for... I mean, eighty million dollars is a ton of money to me, but it's yeah, not a lot of money in Hollywood. But like, <laughs> you would like Star Wars would make that up even in this day and age, probably in a weekend, tops too if they had to. Mm-hmm. Like, they would make that up with the way the movie theaters are going now. But I mean, people are, people want to go back to the theater, Brock. That romantic comedy with uh, Top Gun and uh, what's her face. <laughs> that thing made that thing like made one hundred fifty million dollars. Yeah. Like, it made like a lot of money. And people want to go back to the theater and they want to watch quality. I haven't seen it, but I'm, I'm guessing it's quality because it made money. People want to watch stuff. They want to go to the theater again. I think people are sick of staying at home watching that. They're always going to stay home and watch Netflix, but I think they want that Friday night, Saturday night and the movies like back. Well, like big tip to all our Canadian viewers, which is basically Pauline. Uh, Cineplex, uh, Canada's theater is like doing 90s. 90s pricing on Tuesday, yeah. so five dollars for Tuesdays Tuesday, for yeah. February's, and there's five, I think. I think this first Tuesday already happened. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, well, like, like Reham and I went to see the uh, Mean Girls uh, musical, like it's means Mean Girls reboot or whatever, but it's a it's musical, um, pretty fun, and yeah, so it's like I want to go to the movies. Oh, oh, we're gonna go see Argyle next Saturday with a friend, so it's like. Yeah, let's do it. I mean, yeah, obviously life has changed how much we ingest, like, you know, content. But at the same note, it's like we get bored. We get bored easily. So it's like, just make it fun again. I think movie theaters were in danger. But I think Mm -hmm. you put out movies people want to see. We're going to slowly get back. It'll take time, but we're going to get back to... Mm -hmm. Avatar made a billion dollars. And what was the other one that made a billion? Barbie... Mario Brothers, movies mm-hmm. make a billion dollars, and that uh, oh Oppenheimer almost made a billion dollars. <laughs> it's a three-hour yeah. movie. I haven't seen it yet, but like people want to go and they want to watch. I mean, I think Oppenheimer though was it, it was on that coattails of Barbenheimer, like that really like people want to be part of that conversation. Yeah, but that's but people want to be part of a conversation. And if you look at all these big movies like Independence Day that came out, it's because people want to see the big movie, the big conversation piece. Yeah. And back then it was different because we didn't have all the, these options, the variety of, of streaming services that, are, that make this, the movies. So I think Star Wars, man, like Pauline said, needs better writing. You put a nice, well-written movie, a good Star Wars movie, which could be this Ray movie for all we know. Because Daisy really says something else about how it was the director had this really cool story i'm like well this hasn't been said before it's always been like it sounded like it was a story by committee but now it's like one one singular vision brock is what it sounds like and if that's the case just do it and put it on the screen next mm-hmm. year because then we have to wait till 2026 for mando and grogu the motion picture in technicolor <laughs> yeah absolutely i can't wait till we actually get something <laughs> just anything I guess mm, Bad Batch comes soon. That's like the next thing. So it's, I think it's this this week or next week. It's really soon. I, yeah, I keep forgetting it's February. <laughs> it's this year, man. It's already flying by. Yeah, 
it's uh it's a good times good times uh speaking of not so good times there's a segue for you uh star the star wars family lost another friend yeah uh carl weathers passed away last thursday i believe i think i found out friday yeah i got a a dm from a few people saying oh man i was like what's going on and then i googled (laughs) it and i was like not what i was suspecting uh really sad stuff 76 years old uh i think everybody's done a podcast about everybody's talking about it we haven't talked about it Uh, i thought you know we should talk a little bit about carl weathers because not only was he grief carga but he directed several episodes of the that's right as well so he was more involved in star wars and I'll, i'll let you talk in a little bit but the one thing for me was he was such like a good ambassador for the brand. Also, like a celebration. He thanked the last celebration he was at. Yeah. Thank everybody for liking him. And if you're not on Twitter, but he was like so positive on Twitter. He had his hashtag was hashtag be peace all the time. And he was always positive. And you could tell that he loved the experience he was having working on Star Wars with the people he was working with. And so that to me, that's a big I mean, aside from everything else, but that's one of the big losses. Just somebody who just loved what they were doing in this world. Yeah, I mean, he's always been an interesting actor, you know, because he's been in so many prolific films, but then also I don't think he's ever been above doing small parts. You know, mm-hmm. one of my favorite things he's ever done was uh, be himself or a parody of himself on Arrested Development. <laughs> like, just <laughs> like, whenever I see he's like, potato bone, oh, you gotta, you're gonna get rid of that bone? You gotta take that bone, potato, vegetables? You got Struco in there, brother. Like, it's just so funny and it's, you know someone gets it when they're okay with poking fun at themselves or like what they represent you know he was in i think for our generation like obviously like rocky rocky three which one is he in he's in uh, one two and he, he in three right so like he's in the rocky series i wasn't a rocky fan but for our, like our age demographic we know him from like uh the predator yeah predator but i was gonna say happy gilmore happy more specifically gilmore. <laughs> so like it's kind of cool like it's he's not one thing he's not like an action star he's all over the map and like grief Carga, i feel like it was like a culmination of all of it where it's like over the top bombastic but then also mean a meaningful character like he he was almost like a side character like a pelimoto or um yeah i don't know but like he, he was a part of like a large a lot of the stories uh, main stories and I think he was always willing to come back when they needed him and like you said like they they um, trusted him enough to take the reins on a couple episodes so that's pretty cool so he will be missed not just as a person in whole as a whole because he just don't like he has been a part of pop culture since when did Rocky come out 80s? So early, late 70s late 70s right so like same year as star wars i think i think it was the same year yeah star wars. So, it, so it's like that's a big that's a long mm-hmm. gap to be part of like the pop culture uh zeitgeist so um yeah i hope i hope they find a relatively respectful way of how to deal with him not being in the show i mean they just don't bring him back again or just mention think- him off screen but I was thinking about that because my my feeling was I kind of thought that the character might uh, be killed off in season three. Like I, was, I don't know, I was just thinking like maybe mm-hmm. like he's next in line. But now with him being gone, 
the way it wrapped up is you almost don't need him to come back at all. I don't no. even think you ever really needed him to come back. He just came back because it's a show and that's what happens. But I don't think you need him to come back because that story has kind of been cemented. Like that one's kind of done. Yeah. That being said, it would be nice for him to go. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But just... also that sorry. Um, also that being said, it, it's you kind of do want to pay respect to the actor yeah. slash director that you've had. So I think even though you could go and just like you don't even have to mention him anymore. He's just gone. Like the stories have gone like this, like separate ways. But I think you do, you go back and you do something out of respect. I don't think you, I don't know if you would kick off the movie or say season four or whatever it is with yep. that. I think you would wait a little bit and do it. But at some point, it's just like a nice, something touching. He could go back and find out maybe he passed or something like that. and yeah, Or he moved to another, whatever. They do something. Because um, I don't think you need to recast just because I, I really feel like his storyline is, is yeah. good to go. And just respectfully just to give him, I, I think you do give him a farewell Whatever that is is up to them, mm-hmm. but I think I think you know that's I think that's all you do. Yeah, solid character, solid actor, solid person. Yeah, Carl Weathers, truly a treat. You know, <laughs> whenever he was on screen. So and he you was on. Um, he actually he did some stuff for FanDuel for the Gronkowski kick at halftime. <laughs> he was his coach in some early <laughs> commercials, and they're having. Um, and they're re-editing it because they actually shot stuff with him for mm. if he made the kick or not. And they they're re they're not using either one because it's they said it's not right. But they're doing something else and I don't know. But they're with they're talking with his family about it too to, to figure it out. They say it's been a lot. It's been really tough editing the footage. Uh, in oh the, yeah, I believe it. Yeah, so because they just worked with him a little while ago. I imagine a few months ago or so. So mm. yeah, really. Tough. It's weird because he he did he tweeted out like a day or two before he passed away just. Like, he wrote something and somebody like, you know, gave him the old Twitter like, Haha, you're an idiot. And he just wrote back with like, nah, you know, we can have different opinions. Yeah, exactly. And he was very classy about it. And then he wrote BPs. And I was like, man. And I was just like, you put that guy in it. Just put him in his place just quietly. Like, <laughs> you can think what you want. That's fine. I'll think what I want. Let's just go about it. And uh, yeah, he'll he'll definitely uh, be missed. And I, I think... Um, They'll do something. It, you know what? Maybe they don't even bring the character back, and they just give him a little title card like they did for uh, Ray Stevenson, like yeah, like that, and just keep it simple, and and they'll bother. Because I do think that the the difference between him and Ray Stevenson is, I think Ray Stevenson's character, you could recast because it's so relevant. Where his, I just think is you're done. Let him be the character, yeah. and that character is 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 over now. Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of different ways you could do it. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, we could see what happens. Who knows? Just I'm sure it'll be done tastefully because it's like, well, especially with the Mandalorian, it's like there's a lot of attention put to details and just whatever. So yeah, uh, it's a true bummer, but I hope he rests in power. So he will be missed, and you know, I think anytime we see him in an, an older movie, I'll be like, yeah. I think my favorite part of his. Him and Mandalorian is just, and I said this to some. It was just when he goes, Mando, mm-hmm. hey Mando. Exactly. I that's how like I always think of the show is just yeah. him yelling Mando. That's my favorite. But it's just something about his like big voice just calling him out. Like mm, there you go, Goofy. He started off as kind of like the villain at the beginning too, right? Like he yeah. man. He tried to get, him, and then he comes back halfway through. He was like, "All right, we're on the same team." Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's uh, you know, it it is uh, things that happen. Mm-hmm. In life, it all is seventy-six. Carl Weathers. 
guess he doesn't have to stick around for Cara Dune coming back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I. The timing of that is so weird. Anyway. Um, no, he was great. Yeah, he was great in uh, everything he came in. He gave, I, re- I forgot about Arrested Development until somebody yeah. calls it. I was like, oh my god, those were hilarious. He was... He knew what he was doing. <laughs> he knew what he was doing. Good times. You want to go to some blind rankings? Let's do it. <laughs> Whoops. Are we reading the news today? There's no news. <laughs> I said most of the things I read. Oh, there's an Ahsoka E-Wing coming to toys. So <laughs> Don't there you go. spoil the news yet. There you go. I don't have anything to read. That is I it. Have to... <laughs> All right. Uh, today's blind rankings... Here we go, Brock. Blind rankings. Uh, they're going to be Star Wars video games. Blind okay. rankings, Star Wars video games. One to five. One being the greatest Star Wars video game ever created. And five being the worst Star Wars video <laughs> game ever created. Because in my world, only five. <laughs> there's only been five. I picked these five for fun. So uh, don't get your hopes up. <laughs> The first one we're going to go with is Super Star Wars. Oh, five. <laughs> <laughs> Have you played it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So good. Uh, next, we're going to go Bounty Hunter. Four. <laughs> okay. Uh, Force Unleashed. This is where it gets dicey. It's going to get very dicey. I know you... I, I can kind of guess which which ones you're going to pick. I am going to risk it and <laughs> put it at three. If I were to know ahead of time, it'd probably be higher. For The yeah. first Force Awakens? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Yeah, no, that was a good that was Yeah, a good the game. first one. I didn't put any... Um, no sequels are in this. Mm. Oh, that, well, I guess technically one might be. Uh, Battlefront 2015. So that's the first one that was on Xbox One and PS4? Yes. Yeah. Uh, two. Because, yeah. <laughs> I'm just going, I I have a, uh, I don't know what the next one's going to be, but. And the next one is Pod Racer. Yeah, no, I'm happy with that. Yeah, one, that number one for sure, yeah. <laughs> I love yeah. that game. I'm like, a big... Yeah, like if I had to choose my favorite Star Wars games, it would probably be like, Maybe Knights of the Old Republic because I played that a lot. Uh, maybe the right Rogue Squadron from '64 and the original Battlefront, just because the original Battlefront for Xbox 360. Like I played a ton of that. Ton. I preferred the online that to that of like the current Battlefront. But like, no disrespect to current Battlefront. It was a great game. Uh, well, I look. We're gonna do a lot of these, so I just I'm trying to I'm picking and choosing. <laughs> and I thought these five kind of worked well together. It was kind of like my feeling on it, because that's the old public. It's very different. Like these games are all kind of fun, mm-hmm. arcadey type games. Where Knights of the Old Republic, there's other games that will fit in with that. Like I didn't put any of the, the Jedi, yeah. Fallen Order, or Survivor. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. like there's a lot of Star Wars video games. Oh, there's a lot. Um, yeah, but these one these ones I felt because you, you know yeah I don't want you to you know you put them in order then you're like number one is is you know Super Star Wars is number one you're like what happened there Super Empire Strikes Back there is a game ah oh, they were all awful they were terrible <laughs> how can you no they were fun those are fun games I don't know how you can say that I don't they're, know they're, I, they're like 
broken Metroidvanias, but like I don't know. I think my first favorite Star Wars game would probably be um, oh gosh, what's the ones for sixty four? The first one, uh, Shadows of the Empire. Oh, Empire. Like, that was interesting. That was a real interesting game to play. So yeah. Well, we're gonna do. There'll be more. There'll be more video games to go on the blind rankings in the future because there are a ton of video games. Now those are our blind rankings. I'd say let us know in the comments, but they're blind, so you can't. It's over. <laughs> Alright, you wanna go to the odds? Let's do it. Hold on. The possibility of successfully navigating an asteroid field is approximately three thousand seven hundred and twenty to one. Never tell me the odds. Never tell me the odds brought to you and me and everyone by patreon.com slash rebel scum podcast. If you like what we do, what's that? What did you say? By that picture. By the picture, that Possibility of successfully navigating the odds. By this picture right here. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't know you by... again. <laughs> <laughs> by patreon.com slash rebel scum podcast. Come on down there and support us any way you can. It's greatly appreciated and we always love the people that support us. And those wonderful people are the following. Once I open my email again so I can see the list. And I was... That's not even remotely the email I wanted. Uh, you distracted me by your interruption. Anyway, sorry. The, uh, the, the, the following fantastic folk... Heidi Feder, executive producer, Barry Brophy, Dennis Allen, Randy Kenobi, Mary Kristen Aton, Dale Erdman, Jeff Wilson, Phil Steneforth, Rez, Scott D. Josh Price, Matt W., Frank Perkins, Neil Lowry, Cosmic Girl 02, Gleek Play 1, Denim Nerds, Disney Desi, Charlotte, and Ron Prasak. Shout out to all the wonderful people so that are in, so... What are the odds? You make this possible. The odds are pretty good that they help make this possible. <laughs> now, tell me the odds. Our first odds, something Star Wars released during the Super Bowl, whether it be a trailer, random character in a commercial, something like that. Like last year, I think, or two years ago, it was Ewan McGregor was walking around doing it. Just something from Star Wars will be, yeah. because there's no Star Wars trailers, obviously, but something related to Star Wars will be shown at some point during the Super Bowl this coming <sighs> Sunday. There's nothing like Star Wars related with either the teams that are playing or where it's being played. But I'm going to say 62%. Maybe. Yeah, like a reference, right? Yeah, I can see that. I'm going to go, I'll go like 58.925%. Because <laughs> it's such a, it's such a popular property. That's yeah. Everybody likes it. we. Aaron, Aaron and I will watch like the most random stuff, and someone will be like, "Oh, you're like a Jedi." She's like, "I can't escape this." Like, there's always <laughs> Star Wars is like, it's so embedded in in our culture that I can I can see it popping its head up. It has nothing to do with Star Wars. It'll be like Frito Lay, and he goes, oh, "I should have used the Force to get that chip." Uh, <laughs> next odd, our next odd will. If this is a negative, Nancy odd. Alden Ehrenreich will never play Han Solo again. Aaron, and this is not an indictment on him, Brock. This is just he's going to be like older than Harrison Ford soon. So Alden Ehrenreich will never play Han Solo again. 
I think that's a mistake. The very least, he could voice Han in something. Uh, but yeah, you think it's a mistake, but does Lucasfilm think it's a mistake? There's you got to get the headset and the mindset of Lucasfilm. It's like if people complain enough, but like I mean, I don't think he's at the level like Jar Jar hate or anything like that. Um, I'm gonna go. Never again, probably, like, the likelihood is probably, like, 75%, but he might not even want to be Han anymore, right? So. Yeah, I'm going to go full Brock. Because I think the movie didn't do well, and I think a lot of people there probably blame him, and he's not Harrison Ford. Uh, And, yeah, maybe he doesn't want to do it. Uh, But I'm going to go full Brock, because I think, you know, you do the Lando show. You don't need him in the Lando show. I don't even think you should. Or the Lando movie. I don't even think you should mm. have him in there. I mean, I don't know what it's about, so I can't say if he should be there or yeah. not. <laughs> but if you keep... If, but if, let's say the Lando movie is a massive success. And they're like... Like, are, like you might want to bring in young Han. And then you yeah. either DH Harrison Ford or get someone to, to do the Mark Hamill thing for The Mandalorian. Or you get the guy you had who play, to play Han Solo show up. So I'm going to go full block... Full, full, Full broad that. <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe he will cameo in this in a Star yeah. Wars TV show. Yep, that's. I was kind of. You know, I still wish that, that he had a cameo at the end of Rogue One. Remember that rumor that he was going to be in Rogue yeah, One? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody do that. That would have been cool. But Star Wars just doesn't think like that for some reason. Like they just haven't been like like that. I don't know. It's they don't like anyway. Uh, and our final odd, we will get another Rogue One era series like Andor. You know, like. Something that is in the in the Rogue One family, let's say. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go full Brock on this one because it's not a bad idea. It could even be just a spinoff of uh, Andor somehow. Um, because I, I I think I think Andor was re- received well. I got a second season, so maybe if this second season of Andor blows every like. Blows everyone out of the water, and you're like, "Wow!" It's like they've already said they don't want to do anything more after two seasons of Andor. Maybe you do a a Mon Mothma spinoff, and it just like focuses more on the building of the rebellion. So, or a Cor- yeah, like a Coruscant spinoff type thing. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go. Exactly. I gotta go full Brock again. Yeah, <laughs> just full cop out this week for me. Just because, you know, like Andor was great. It was very different from what we're getting. It's nice to spice it. Again, we don't know what Acolyte's going to be or Skeleton Crew's going to be. Yeah. But it's nice to just see a little bit of a change. And it was a quality change. And I love the look and the cinematography and all that of it. And I don't know what just happened. Something fell behind me. I like all that. So, yeah, I'm, I'm all in. And I think, yeah, like the world of Coruscant told by Gilroy and those people would could potentially be a lot of fun. It's not, I don't think it's a slam dunk. Like, I think mm. it can miss, but it, it you know, Mon Mothma, you brought Mon Mothma, that got me on that. I never even thought of that before. But yeah. <laughs> I think that would be kind of a fun thing to watch. I would totally do it. Or uh, Pauline saying, how about a TV show about the rebellion before, Absolutely. before A New Hope? Yeah, that's what, you know, right there here. Um, yeah, and it doesn't have to be a spinoff of Andor, but it could be parallel to Andor even, you know, like. Yeah. While Andor is happening, this was happening because exactly. there's a lot going on that we don't see. Yeah, so those are our odds. Let us know what your odds are in the comments down below. 
All right, baby, we're going to go no news, so I don't have to no sing news. today, which is freaking, I like when I don't oh. sing. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody else, I'm. we got to release a soundtrack of this show one day. <laughs> uh, our top five grief carga moments, Brock, top five in honor of Carl Weathers, top five grief carga moments. Uh, my number five is going to be when he uh, shoots the pirate in the last uh, last season yeah. finale or season premiere, I think it was. You know, he has a shootout with the pirate. That will be my number five. My number five is when he introduces uh, Mando to the Anzellans because that's just an awesome scene. Uh, I put it low because it's 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 really good because of the Anzellans. AKA like the Babu Fricks that are interacting with mm-hmm. them, the bad baby scene. But like uh, Carl Weathers does a real, a grief cargo does a really nice part of that scene where like he's, he's trying to like translate for the Anzellans, even though it's totally understandable what they said. <laughs> so like that, that yeah. seems really good. I love that one. I'm going to go uh, every time he says Mendo, number four. <laughs> Just every time he says Mendo, hey Mendo. Because it's, I, that's what I associate with Mando. Yeah, my number four is, I think, similar to what you were saying. But, like, yeah, when those uh, pirate gang comes in, they're like, this is a bar. It's like, that's a schoolhouse. And they have, like, that sort of, like, face-off where, like, Mando shoots all of them except for one. Like, that, like, him being like, oh, yeah? Because it's like, as much as he's gone straight, he's still connected to the underworld that is bounty hunting. Yeah. Uh, my number three is when he gives Grogu the uh, Taika Waititi droid, IG, <laughs> whatever. Uh, I love that moment when he gives him the droid. <laughs> I need that. Uh, my number three, I, I, I'm the same. As, like, I, I like that part where he's like, okay, so like we're going to, we've put the robot as a statue. We could bring him back. It's like, Whoa! <laughs> that's such a, that's such a weird plot point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number two is in the first season, the finale, or the one before the finale, when he thinks Grogu's gonna eat him. <laughs> he thinks Baby Yoda's gonna eat him, and we were all in love with Baby Yoda. That it was the funniest thing on the planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my number two is going to be. Uh... Should have wrote these all down. I thought of them earlier today. Uh, I really liked the part where... I want to do something from season one. I don't know why this stands out. Like, the first time we meet him, and yeah, he calls calls, uh, Din Djarin Mando, and that's, like, how we start establishing that term. I like the the back and forth of, like, I can pay you in in credits. Uh, Yeah, uh, uh, Imperial credits, like that's no good anymore. Like, what about Mon Cala? He's like got all these monies, all different yeah. variations of money. Uh, I just like that, and it was like it really introduced us to the whole premise of what was going to be something more elaborate. So I like, I like thinking about the like where we started with the character. That's a good one. And my number one is <clears throat> do the magic hand thing. <laughs> do the magic hand thing. Just love it. I don't know if this is the same scene, but is that this in season one? Yeah, I think yeah. that's 
That's like at the end, I think when they're about to get blown up, I think. Is that where they're like around like the campfire in the last episode of season one? Uh, or no, that's a, a the episode prior to that. Yeah, that's where we think he's gonna get yeah. eaten. Yeah, like I heard, like he interacts with Grogu the first time at the point where he's like, "I'm not the bad guy anymore," and it's like, yeah, that's a good scene. <laughs> yeah, I like, was like, do the magic camping thing. He's like, I'm out of ideas. Like, <laughs> contribution to everything, and he delivered it so well. Nice. Uh, and he didn't direct anything in season one. I don't. I think he started in season two. He was like there, and then he did season three as well, uh, which is great. He got a lot of a uh, nice praise. Ahmed Best. He directed Ahmed Best. Mm. Uh, his, yeah, so he did a lot. His uh, touching stuff came out. It's uh, you know, it's always rough, but you just remember fondly how they come in your lives. Yeah. Episode 311, Star Wars Podcast Day. What a great day. <laughs> you got to go out and promise to listen to three other Star Wars. Three, four, three, seven. Seven years uh, uh, podcast because it's hashtag Star Wars Podcast Day. So go out and enjoy other podcasts that are involved with this because we're a community and we support each other. And next week is our Valentine's Day show. And we're going to do it on <laughs> Valentine's Day night. We're going to move our wives to the side and we're going to say Brock and I are going to sit here eating chocolate with each <laughs> other, talking about all the romance in a galaxy far, far away that we love. Yeah. I don't think any of that's true. 3PO, R2, what's happening there? I don't know, <laughs> but I'm all here for it. What really happened with Chewie and the Porgs? <laughs> what really happened? <laughs> <laughs> Noise. There's a. <laughs> uh, this has been fun though. We have to figure out next week though because it is Valentine's Day on Wednesday. So maybe we do it a different day. Now, I mean, we'll probably just be watching true crime because that's all my wife does is listen to true crime podcasts. <laughs> where she's like, let's put up the Christmas tree. I'm going to put on Dateline. I'm like, nope, nope, <laughs> not happening. Get that off. It's <laughs> the same. Nice. Ooh. Yeah. All right. Uh, Super Bowls uh, this weekend. Brock, who you got? Uh, the red team can't lose if you bet red. <laughs> <laughs> I made a bet with the Rob. Uh, of course you did. <laughs> like no, no, the first week of the playoffs, and I said if you want to make a bet, loser, winner has to buy the loser the grossest beer they can find. <laughs> and I won. Then he goes, "You want to do another game?" I'm like, yeah, whatever. And we ended, we're tied. We've done like four games. <laughs> And we're two and two. I'm like, come on, I don't want. I'm like, as long as it's like a non-alcoholic, I'm good to go. Because <laughs> gross beers are usually like nine percent, and I can't. I will pass out. Uh, all right, everybody, thank you so much for watching. Give us a like and uh, hit that subscribe button to stay up to date with all the video. Any errors about to say that, Brock? Anything else you want to say? No. Um... Perfect. Star Wars hashtag Star Wars Day. Yay! Hashtag Star Wars hashtag... Podcast Day. Star Wars podcast day. You know who says that? People yeah. who were always oh scum. Rebel scum. Hey, scumbags, thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.